0: Marawa Sports Worldwide. Blomfontein Celtic Chairman uh, Max Shabalala has literally confirmed that they will be playing some of their games in the Nelson Mandela Bay Stadium. To confirm on the other side, the Nelson Mandela Bay Executive Mayor, Mwang Amelie Bobani, joins me on the line.
1: Robert, Max Shabalala cannot just go to the radio and announce something uh, by my speech and he announced the date without even my official or my MMMC. I- I'm shocked, Robert. I- I'm really shocked. So I- I'm also confused, like you, of what is happening. Why a man just go and announce without it any- the council of the Nelson Mandela Metropolitan municipality doesn't know about the announcement that was made by the chapter of New Justice and I can tell you Robert the heads will roll because there's no one that is allowed in terms of the act to negotiate anything that is going to have financial implications in terms of the stress of egg without that particular that particular item goes to the country. So I want to know who is negotiating without the independence of the municipality I want this thing we must get to the bottom of this thing MSW.
0: Well, as you heard at the clip there last night, we played an interview done by our SABC News sport reporter and journalist, Tabo Daniels, who spoke to Bloemfontein Celtic chairman, Max Shabalala, uh, confirming that they will be playing some of their games at the Nelson Mandela Bay Stadium. Now, the Celtic League matches against Supersport United and also a City on November the 28th, as well as December the 2nd, are scheduled for Port Elizabeth. Now, this was denied. Hey, you listened last night. It was denied by the executive mayor of Nelson Mandela Bay. Bobani Live on air last night Now to get clarity on this issue We promised you we're going to do a follow-up We're joined by Marlon Daniels Who's the Patriotic Alliance Councillor in the Nelson Mandela Bay Municipality Thank you so much indeed for joining us uh, uh, Councillor, welcome to MSW
1: Hi, mm-hmm. hey, great stuff Thanks Rob for having me How are you doing mate?
0: Uh, I was confused yesterday Councillor I've got to be oh. very honest with you very, mm-hmm. very confused. And um, I believe that what the mayor might have said on air was not 100% correct.
1: Um, Robert, it's unfortunate that I, I, I was I was engaged in another meeting. I did not listen to the interview, but I got a phone call uh, from somebody saying to me that there has been denial that there's been any engagement between Frontier and Celtic coming to play in Nelson Mandela Bay. Um, what I can say then is, Yes, indeed, there has been a meeting that took place uh, with uh, the chairperson of Blumford and Southwick, Max Shabalala, where I was present. Mm-hmm. Uh, other people who, who attended that meeting that afternoon, the meet, at the speaker's boardroom office, um, it was who was in the meeting, it was the deputy mayor, it was the speaker herself, it was the chief whip. It was the executive director of sports and recreation. It was a director of sports and recreation. There was a councillor from the EFF who was also part of that meeting, where uh, uh, Mr. Max Shabalala has done a presentation to those uh, in in the meeting, saying that uh, he is keen to play games with Nelson Mandela. Uh, he is keen to sign a deal with Nelson Mandela Bay, and he feels that they can bring so much. To Nelson Mandela Bay as a club. They also said that they understand there's an arrangement with Chippa United, but they're not stepping on anybody's toes because who says that Nelson Mandela Bay cannot do with two PSL teams as to the benefit and the good of the Metro? So, yes, there has been a meeting where the mayor was present where these things were discussed that I can confirm.
0: All right, so when it was confirmed, and, and this is very, very crucial in terms of the mm-hmm. line of thinking here, Marlon, is when it was confirmed that the games will go ahead, and there are dates that are attached as well, and I know that the game this Sunday on the 28th against Baroque FC was supposed to be played there, but it's not going to be played there because I think everything was slightly delayed. But there are other dates. There's the 28th of November. There's the 2nd of December. So all of these were done, confirmed, in the presence of the executive mayor.
1: No. Those games, those games were not discussed. At the time when we had the meeting with the executive mayor, mm-hmm. the only thing I can say to you see, I'm, I'm just, I'm just afraid that I, I, I sense there's a complete misunderstanding, or somebody is not being truthful.
0: Um, no, but, but you, you the, just tell me what you know. Don't worry about he said, she said. <laughs> L- let you and sure. I chat about what uh, you know, and then I think the the, the listener will be uh, the judge of of who is saying what, where, and misleading who, how, and where. All, all I'm saying is that. In the presence of the executive mayor, what was the final decision that was taken in the presence of everybody?
1: Yeah, In the presence of everybody in that meeting, which includes the executive mayor, um, the mayor expressed interest, he was excited, and he said, you know what, guys, you have my buy-in, but there are certain procedures that need to be followed. You must remember, as politicians, we do not get involved in the administrative side of things. So uh, the mayor indicated that because the executive director of sport as well as the director of sport were present, he indicated then, do a report. Here is a proposal that was presented, a hard copy thereof at that meeting. Do a, do, do, do a proposal unto us so that we as politicians can sit and make a decision around that. But he said he thinks it's great for the city. And, and that is essentially what happened. And uh, we are waiting on the, the officials to come back with a report so that we can scrutinize that and apply political uh, uh, oversight as far as that is concerned. Um, so, yes, the mayor did express interest. In fact, everybody in that meeting expressed interest. And they said it's a great thing because she was a member of the sad thing is that Chippa is playing all the games in Buffalo City team is London. And uh, the, the, the Metro is bleeding money, playing Chappa United uh, millions of Rams. And uh when bluefente and Celtic, came and said, "Look, we offer to assist the Metro to develop the sports mm-hmm. that, that was very catchy. It was very very um, it was a, it was a great selling point from Celtic's perspective, working with development of sports withinhouse Mandela Bay, which is non existent at the moment as far as Japan is concerned, so we need to see where can we get value for money and therefore everybody in that room was in unison saying. To the officials, do what you have to do. Bring the report to us so we can do oversight and make a political decision. So, yes, I can say um, Celtic ticked all the right boxes when they presented to those okay. who were present in that meeting.
0: Okay, you've said a number of very key things in just one sentence. Let, let me backtrack. Mm-hmm. Chipper United mm-hmm. not giving you full value of the money that the municipality is pumping to them to play there.
1: Yeah, um, they just last week came back and asked for another 3 million rand, of which I can confirm. The municipality gave them $1.5 million last weekend, Friday. And uh, Nelson Mandela Bay Development Agency, who manages the stadium for us and all events and activities taking place there, they've also honoured the other $1.5 million, which talked about $3 million last week.
0: What for? What did they and want it for?
1: Look, there is, they signed a three-year deal with Nelson Mandela Bay. Right. Um, and part of the deal is relocation fees being based in Nelson Mandela Bay for a three-year period. But I can tell you, they're not doing anything for Nelson Mandela Bay. They, they, We can say they are based here, but if you are based, why is your games played in East London, which is in excess of 300 kilometers outside Port Elizabeth, or Nelson Mandela Bay for so that
0: So the, the, the games where they would have been playing at Nelson Mandela Bay Stadium, they're now taking to East London, where probably they're getting more money from East London to have those games staged there.
1: Say so they double dipping into the different municipalities. Tomorrow there's an A game.
0: Is there's that, an is A that, game that, tomorrow.
1: Chipper chip, chip chip Sundowns. Today, uh, sundowns tomorrow. That game is being played in East
0: London. So that game is not at the Nelson Mandela Bay Stadium. But Excuse how, me? That game is, is not at the Nelson Mandela Bay Stadium, the Chipper Sundowns game. It's in East London. That's in East
1: London. But how do you feel,
0: bad. though? I mean, is that not a breach of contract?
1: Look, I think the arrangement was all about uh, the relocation cost that they're going to get, and that they are going to play the games here. But uh, it is what it is, eh? um, but it is can't be what limit? it is, though, Councillor. Surely, if if, <laughs> if if if
0: if the fine print is saying relocate, play your games here, we give you three million. We're not giving you three million to relocate to PE to then relocate to East London.
1: Absolutely. So so there, there, as it as it is, it's not good, and I can tell you. Um, there's not a single person who can tell them that they're happy with Sheffield United uh, playing their games in Buffalo City. So if yes, Celtic comes and Celtic says, Hold on. I looked at the presentation. Mm-hmm. Celtic says, Hold on, we are going to work with the schools. We're gonna develop we're gonna take Steve Compeller and our technical team to go around and work and as coaching clinics at least twice a week. We are gonna take these schools and these youngsters to play curtain bases. We are gonna we there's a lot that they offered which um that was, that's unheard of when it comes to, to Chippa. So what would you do? You would go where you can see value for money.
0: And and what are they asking for? Because Bloemfontein Celtic, as the name says, are from Bloemfontein. They will be playing in Port Elizabeth. And then what does Port Elizabeth pay Bloemfontein to come and play their games there?
1: Look, Chippa, let me, let me first answer you by answering. Chippa United, um, if i if I got my max, my sum is correct, I think Chippa United is on or about on 15 million rand that they've been offered.
0: 15 per uh, year or per?
1: 15, uh, uh, no, for, for the, for the deal. For the, for the three the, year. Year. Yeah. Okay. Um, but what it, what it is then is uh, we know now that they're not playing their games here. Yeah? And Celtic comes and Celtic says, hold on, guys. Um, we, will, we will ask for less than that if we come and play here. So uh, even, I've, 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 I've just heard now, that the, the before before you got me online, I've mm-hmm. listened to you to your station and I've heard that there's mention made of a confirmed game which was going to be played in Nelson Mandela Bay over this weekend, which has now been cancelled. Yep. Um, Bloemfontein Celtic spoke to Nelson Mandela Bay uh, uh, stadium management and said to them, listen guys, we will come and play for free. Celtic will pick up the bill, Celtic will uh, do everything to come and play that particular game against Borocca at Nelson Mandela Bay Stadium, at no cost to, to the municipality. So the stadium said, it's cool, because South goes, look, the fact is, even the Kings, when the, the Kings play here, they also one of the tenants at Nelson Mandela Bay Stadium. Yes. There is no service level agreement. There is no contract with the Kings. But yet the Kings are getting money, which in that instance is also wrong. It's a regular expenditure. Uh, there's not in excess of 5,000 people coming to watch the Kings, let alone coming to watch Chippa. They never top 5,000 spectators coming to watch them play because they are not in Nelson Mandela Bay to build a support base. How do you expect to get people and feed through the gates if you don't uh, work within the communities? Celtic came to offer exactly that. And that is why everybody was pleased if we were in the room on that particular day in the speaker's office.
0: Okay. And and I, and I value, again, Councillor, your explanation because you're giving us detail and you're giving us the facts as you know them. But I think in the midst of those facts being given, we kind mm-hmm. of lost track of the actual question that I threw to you, which is how much are you giving Bloemfontein Celtic?
1: There's nothing a cent, being given to doom from 10 because there was no official agreement signed to date. All that happened was there were engagements, mm. which, we, you know, the engagements took place. Yes, they did. Did um, money exchange hands? No, it did not because there was no final agreement reached.
0: Okay. Before you get to the final agreement, Marlon Daniels, you would know that as impressed as you were with their presentation and what it is that they were promising to do, They would then also equally be impressed by what you as a municipality will then give to them to make it lucrative. Because they were saying, uh, as part of why they would move to Port Elizabeth, is to help themselves to gain money of which they are struggling. They're a struggling team financially. Uh, There was a stage when they were not able to pay their players for a certain period of time. So they would be able to then recoup that money by getting what what was said to be a
1: million, a
0: million rand. Game.
1: Look, Rob, let me take you back to the, the, the meeting we've had where everybody that I've mentioned previously were present in the boardroom of the speakers. Um, in that meeting, the mayor asked uh, Mr. Shabalala, um, tell me, how much money are you talking about for coming to play here? And Shabalala said to him, well, I think uh, we're looking at about 10 million The mayor responded by saying, Ola Shabalala, I want you to go back and think about it. Get your head around whether it is 10 million or anything close to 10 million on or about, and then come back to us with a complete report, and we we are waiting your report. Um, And Shabalala went back. He started another presentation, got his head around the figure as requested by the mayor, came back, and submitted a new proposal to the Speaker's office, which had to go to Mandela Bay Development Agencies as the custodians of the Mandela Bay Stadium and all activities taking place there, which had to go to the Executive Director for Sports. And um, from that, that, we were sitting back and waiting for a report coming from the officials. So on that, the other proposal that you brought, I can confirm, because I have seen that too recently, that one there was a mention made of 12 million rand in total. Right. And I think I think they were talking about 17 games which included cup games to be played in Nelson Mandela the Stadium for that amount.
0: 17. Yeah. Sure. That's even surpassing the number of home games they would have. So 17 I would suppose they would be ambitious enough to say that in The event that a NetBank Cup game, uh, an MTN 8 game, if they do qualify for MTN 8, they would take those games to you. To, yes, absolutely. To, to then make. So, which literally means that the entire home games plus mm-hmm. two, at least,
1: cup games. At least, yes. cup games, yes. At
0: would an you, amount of. At, at an amount of 12 million. Yeah. And Chipper over. Three years gets relocation fees of thirteen million
1: yeah and there's also I know you know what in our council our, our items on our council agenda is immense, and as you know there's a lot of council meetings that mm. never sat for a lot of reasons mm. in our Mandela Bay, so uh, it is unfortunate that you cannot remember all these items that's presented in the different agendas, um, but I do know that there was this other money that they are getting as Chopper United. Like I know there was three million they asked last week. Um, there was also on top of relocation fees. I know that there was an agreement reached of I think seven million, also for games uh, that they are going to be playing. So there's I think there's two leagues around the arrangement with Chopper United, around the relocation fees and some other fees that they're getting paid.
0: But who who then accounts for if? In the middle of nowhere, they're going to be asking for three million, for example. How then do you keep track of what that three million is being used for over and above the money that's already been paid for? The accountability factor to the taxman and/or the, the taxpayer in the country.
1: Yeah, So the good thing is that the Attorney General is currently in our metro, um, going and investigating and perusing and doing what he needs to do. Uh, how our money is being spent, and there's no way where money can just be spent. What they do normally, and I've seen this with the, with the previous coalition government, where irregular expenditure takes place. Now, when it's irregular, it doesn't mean that the money was not spent for the purpose. Mm-hmm. It just means that there was no agreement reached in council for the expenditure. Mm-hmm. Now, you don't want to be caught with your pants down with irregular expenditure, as far as the general is concerned. It's going to hit you hard. So you go to council, and you say, guys, this is irregular expenditure. You lobby one another. If there's people who believe, yes, we, we we are aware that the money has been spent for the intended purposes, then in council we then vote and change it from a regular expenditure to um, to tick the right boxes that so the money has been spent uh, uh, properly. And accordingly, according to the MFMA, the Minister of Finance Management Act, there's provision made to tweak things there. So I think a lot of people do that. I've seen it now with the DLA coalition here, they've done it. All
0: right, let's try to get some direction as we wrap the conversation here, councillor. What's the next step here? Because I'm sensing that, yeah, there's an agreement. There's a meeting of minds. There's been no meeting of pen to paper. When are you expecting that all-important signature uh, to fall
1: down? Look, I think what has happened, the the, the meetings did start off on the right note by having meetings with the Troika and the executive directors and other politicians from respective parties. So that that stuck the right chord. That happened. After that happened, there was a meeting with Mandela, they developed uh, with the stadium, management, mm-hmm. because they, are, they, they, they must make that stadium work. So that meeting took place, but it has never yet come to us as politicians for to take it to council, to make a decision in council. So there is no way that anybody can confirm exactly that he. This is going to happen. The only confirmation that can be made by everybody is that, yes, we have engaged, we have spoken, and there was a good feel about uh, Celtic moving to Nelson Mandela Bay. But nobody is, is at liberty to say that, yes, I can confirm that there is a deal. We can only confirm that the negotiations are ongoing.
0: Yeah. You, you know what really troubles me, Councillor, is that mm-hmm. w- when I sit in front of... Um, an email that says to me, and this is, you know, something that was sent by Celtic to the league about the change of venue. And it's confirming the new venue to be Nelson Mandela Bay Stadium in PE for the mm-hmm. Barocca game. Obviously, that we've confirmed will not happen due to all sorts of reasons, but confirming mm-hmm. it, it's in a the letterhead. There is an attached signature. There is communication backwards and forwards between, obviously, the the league and the broadcaster who would have to carry the burden of broadcasting this match. And mm-hmm. we've got further dates of November 28th, December the 2nd. The, mm-hmm. These, to me, look like things that are confirmed. They don't look like discussions that were held. People shook hands. Um, you know, they enjoyed some snacks and meatballs and drumsticks at, at the end of it all. They... Mm-hmm. Seem to me, councillor, that there has been confirmation. Otherwise, they would not go as far as writing to the league informing them about the change of venue and the new stadium and the new dates of the 2nd of December and the 28th of November. Surely that must also trouble you somewhat.
1: Sure, I understand your concern there. Let me me give clarity on it, and I'll be be to the point. 28 uh, came against Baraka. Remember I said just now, the politicians don't get involved in administration. Yes. The people running the stadium are administrators. They will have to account to us as to what they've done. So the discussion between Celtic and the stadium to say, yes, we will come and play there at no cost to the institution. We will, we at Celtic will will, will carry the cost for that. That discussion took place as far as I know. So there can be confirmation around that, yes that that took place, that they've confirmed that they want to play. SAFA has been approached uh, and informed that they want to play that game against Borac and Nelson Mandela Bay Stadium. That did take place. So the issue was about Supersport and SABC. It's it's a live game. And and they said, no, no, we're not going to Nelson Mandela Bay. We're all geared up to have this match in Bloemfontein. All things were sorted from the side logistically around Bloemfontein being the host and not Nelson Mandela Bay. So, for that reason, as far as I am, I'm aware, is the only reason why the game never took place. But like nobody can stand in the way of Mandela Bay stadium management, as far as events and any sporting activities concerned, Telling them they must not have that because that stadium is, that's why I can't say it's a white elephant, but it's running at a loss.
0: Sure.
1: So any activities who can bring revenue to the stadium is, is, is assist the entire metro. So that is as far as the 28 is concerned. They then asked the management in the same vein that they asked about the 28th of of, of October. They then asked, listen, there are two other games, 28th November and 2nd December. Shall we not bring those games to Nelson Mandela Bay? That discussion did take place, yes. And also, on the 8th of December, it has been announced that the telecom final the cup was going to be played in Nelson Mandela Bay Stadium on the 8th. So I think uh, if anybody has to ask me, my view is that to have Celtic come and play on the 28th of, of November and the 2nd of December with the cup coming on the 8th of December, that's a nice build-up. It, it can create a great vibe in Nelson Mandela Bay because Chepard is nowhere to be seen. So somebody needs to come and, 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 and activate and as much as the play that must warm up before the game. The residents of Nelson Mandela must also warm up to the stadium, to the game that's going to be played there. So I think it would be really great if it is that they would, were going to come and play on the 28th November and 2nd December. There's no people going to the stadium when they have games there. And it is sad. So if somebody comes to assist, then they uh, in the wheel because we need to feed that stadium. We're losing millions there per annum. And... Uh, Japan's not bringing free today because they're not, they're not interacting with the people. They're not working with the people on the ground. They're double-dipping announcement and at Buffalo City. So, um, yes, Rob, yeah. it's, it's factual that there, there were talks around the mm-hmm. 28th of November and the 2nd of December, and nobody can fault nobody for that talk that's been happening because it's not illegal to have such talks.
0: No, without a doubt. The thing is, it's the confirmations they're in. And the mayor said that, you know, heads are going to roll. I don't know, w- would your head be one of those that will roll in the event? Because he, he felt that he did not know and he needed answers.
1: Look, I cannot answer for the mayor if he's not aware of what has happened. Because if there's any communication that needed to go to the mayor around that, it is not vested in me yeah. to inform the mayor. However, I can tell you that I've spoken to the mayor as recently as yesterday afternoon.
0: That was before the show.
1: Uh, yeah, I've spoken to him yesterday afternoon. And, what, what and I've kept I've, I've I've kept him posted all along with developments, with what's happening with South African at the stadium and stuff. And yesterday he said to me, all right, my leader, I'm coming back to you later. Uh, I, he never called me back yesterday. But I've, I've always kept him in a loop, only because uh, it's the right thing to do and because he was there with the very first meeting. And he was so excited. Like, like, I, like I said earlier on, he said... Are you sure about the 10 bars? Go back. Uh, Get your head around it and bring another proposal. He was excited. Everybody was excited in the room because we could see something was going to happen in al sama Bay. Um, So, yeah, Rob, like I said, it is what it is. We're
0: going to have to follow this one very closely. But thank you so much indeed, as I said, uh, for giving us the information that you have. Uh, I think we've also scored on both sides, knowing the inside uh, track of what's going on with the uh, Chip United contract. And the double dipping, as you've called it, um, that's the PA councillor in the Nelson Mandela Bay municipality. Marlon Daniels, all I can say is thank you very much. Have a great weekend.
1: Thank you, same to you, Thanks for doing this splendid job, bru
0: Thank you so much. Highly appreciated. Thank you, All right. See you, then. Bye-bye. For sure.